Good gezok, Rebiel. Okay, Daf, Ayin Gimel, page 73, in Meseches Yavomis. And we got up to Bo'i Minei, Mei Rav Sheshas. We're up to the third line on Daf, Ayin Gimel, Amud Aleph. We're back into the sugya of the, the name of our parak, Ha'aril. Okay, we're going back into, into the, uh, another halach, another conversation about the halachas pertaining to an Aral. Bo'u Minei, Mei Rav Sheshas. They asked the question, searching for information from Rav Sheshes. Aurel, mahu b'maiser. What is the halacha of an Aurel eating maiser sheni? Is an Aurel permitted to eat maiser sheni? Now, why is it a Shiloh? What's the conversation over here? And let's remember, what's maiser sheni? Maiser sheni is the second maiser that anybody was permitted to eat as long as you ate in your shalim. It wasn't only for kahanim, that was truma. Maiser sheni is the regular yid, takes his stuff, takes his food of Maishr Shani, and he brings you slime and he eats it there. If it was too heavy or if it was difficult, he would transfer it onto money and buy new food and, and uh, 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 something else in your slime that he liked. Okay, Beseder. So we want to know, can he eat? Why not? Says the Gemara. Ready? Remember, what, are the, what is our sugi that we learned yesterday? We learned that from, from Karben Pesach. So, is the same way we learned at the laws of Pesach. From Meiser Shani, when it comes to Aninos, that the, we, we learned out this, that an Ainim is not allowed to eat Meiser Shani the same way, um, sorry, the Torah says you're not allowed to eat Meiser Shani. And then we learn out from Meiser Shani that even an Aral should not, that even an Ainim should not eat it by Karbam Pesach. Okay. Yolif Nami Meisri Pesach Linarila. So we should also learn out Meiser from Pesach when it comes to Arilas, meaning. We know that an Aral is not allowed to eat Pesach. We've learned that Pesach and Meiser Sheni kind of go hand in hand. We found that by Aninus, so maybe the same thing should apply to an Aral. And the same way he cannot eat Karim Pesach, he cannot eat Meiser Sheni. Or perhaps, Chamor Mekal Yolif, Kal Mechamor Lo Yolif. A more strict case could be learned out from a lenient case, but a lenient case cannot be learned out from a strict case. Okay, that's the question. Let's explain the second side of the coin. The second side of the coin is like this. By Onin, the Torah says that he cannot, um, by in Onin, the Torah says he's not allowed to eat Meiser. We make a drusha from Meiser Shani that the same way in Onin can't eat Meiser, you can't eat it by Pesach. Why? Because Pesach's more machmer. We're more machmer by carbon Pesach than we are by Meiser Shani. So if the Allah is by Meiser Shani, it extends to Pesach. Fine. Now, it's not like a Kabbalah per se, but Pesach does have the more machmir and the halacha, the short, it's sourced in Shuma. The first side of the Shiloh was, well, if you learn out Pesach from Meiser, maybe you should learn out Meiser from Pesach. The second side is, or maybe not, maybe you can only learn out Pesach from Meiser because Pesach's more chamor, more strict than Meiser. But if you find the halacha by Meiser, that an Aurel, that an uncircumcised person cannot eat Pesach, does that mean an uncircumcised person can't eat Meiser? Not necessarily, because Meiser Shani is more lenient than Karban Pesach. So that's the Shaila. Again, the first side is that if they have similar halachas, they have similar halachas. It should go be a two-way street. The second side of the Shaila is no, maybe it's always a one-way street from Einin to Pesach. If a cow has something, has a Chumrah, we should say the Chumrah has a Chumrah. But it's not necessarily going back on a two-way street. It's not necessarily coming back the other way. So that's the Shaila. Okay, again, Shailiz is an oral eating Meiser. And for the Gemara Hamar, who Rav Sheshes said back to the Talmidim of the Yeshiva. Tanisua, we can learn out the answer from the Mishnah. 
the Mishnah says, Hatshuma vabikurim chayom aleyamisa. When it comes to chuma and bikurim, a person who eats it when they're not allowed is chayav misa bidei shomayim. Okay, misa shomayim is a premature death. It's an earlier, it's an earlier death. It's not a death that's that's down here. So Allah is, if you have a yisrael that goes and eats chuma, regular yisrael eats chuma, so there's misa bidei shomayim. Okay, v'chaymish. Not only chayav misa shomayim, but if you eat them, you're also chayav to pay the additional chaymish, meaning. If you ate $100 worth of truma, you're going to have to compensate for $120. You have to add a fifth, and you're going to give it to the Kayan. Fine. The Asurim Lazarim, and it's also, and it's Asurim Lazarim, and it's also Asur for Zar. We're going to have to see what the Adachid is over here, but Azar, a non Kohen, is also forbidden in all these things. Fine. We're going to have to clarify that statement. And they are the Nechassim of a Kayan. What are the Nechassim? What's the property? So this is actually referring to Truma and Bikurim. What does that mean? When a Kayan, Nechassim is property of... So here you go. Let's say you have a Kohen who's got Shmaka rib steak sitting on the grill. It's Truma. Can he take it and walk over to a woman and say, with this Truma? The answer is, yeah. If, he, if it's his, he's giving her value, he's giving her something, okay? And you could be Makadesh, it's yours enough, says the Brisa. It's the Kohen's enough, he has like ownership. You, you might think, I it belongs to, right? It, there's certain parameters around it, maybe it belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, belongs to Babishter, and the Kohen just will let eat it. I know, like he has mamish, monetary value. No, it says, It's considered within the domain, within the property of a Kohen. V'aylin and even though ordinarily we know when it comes to the laws of kosher, things are bottle b'shishim, they're nullified in 60. By chuma, it's only nullified in 101. We're more machmir. And you also need to wash your hands before eating anything that's chuma b'kurim. And not only do you need the mikvah, you also need the sun to set in order to allow you to eat the chuma or b'kurim. Okay? So you have a kohen who goes to the mik. He takes a dip in the mik. Now he's called a tful yom. He's been toivol yom. He's been toivol today. Can he eat chumar bikurim yet? No. He has to wait till nightfall, says the Mishnah. Harei elu b'chuba bikurim. All these halachas apply to chumar bikurim. Masha inkain b'mais. And none of these halachas apply to mais. I shouldn't say none of these halachas. Here's how we're going to say. This is not by mais. Okay. This is not by mais. Says the Gemara to answer. Now let's remember. What was our original question that the Talmud, the master of Sheshas? Can... A oral eat mice. Okay, that was the original Shiloh. He's answering them by quoting this Bryce. What do you see so far? Says Rosheshus, here's the punch. The Im Isa. If it would be true that Onain to Pesach, or we'll call it uh, call it a an oral, is not a two-way street. And it's only owning to Pesach, and it's not Pesach back to owning. If you're going to say it's a one-way street, Nisni, the Mishnah should have said, Arel Aser Behem, and Arel's Aser by Truman Bikurim, Masha Inkeim and Meiser, which is not true by Meiser. If you're giving me a list of things that apply only to Meiser, only to Truma, and not by Meiser, well, says Rosheshesh, listen up. We should have said, Arel. Arel is not allowed to eat Truma. Masha ain't came by Miser. 
But Meister, you could. Did we include that? No. So it must be, says Rav Sheshesh, his diok, his inference is, it must be that an RL has the same status. You understand? It has the same status, and by leaving it out, we're saying it's because an RL taka cannot eat Meiser. We can't say Masha Ein came by Meiser because Yesh came by Meiser. It is true by Meiser. Bottom line, says Rav Sheshesh like this, to keep it simple, bottom line, the halacha is no. An Aro cannot eat Meiser. Because otherwise the Mishnah would have listed this as a difference between Meiser and Chuma. Fine. Says the Gemara, does this Mishnah listing everything in the world? Every difference? Says the Gemara, ton of Maybe the Mishnah listed a few differences between Chuma and Meiser. Did it list every difference? No. So just because I've left it out, don't start telling me a whole, a whole Meiser, Gansa Meiser over here. That, no, yeah, it must be. No, no, it must be nothing. Must be, we're not going for that. The halacha really is an RL maybe, uh, uh, an RL maybe uh, could eat mice. Okay. Says the Gemara, here's the question. Let's preface the question by an important rule for Shas. And we've come across this. Whenever a Mishnah, Brysa, anything from Tanoyim, give a list, and you want to say they didn't give a full list, they will never leave out one thing. Does it make any sense logically that somebody's going to say, oh, ready? You're invited, you're invited, you're invited, you're invited. Who did I not just not point to? Jonathan. So what's Jonathan going to think? He's not invited. They're like, no, I meant you too. I meant you too, why don't you say that? Yeah, what's the problem? I'm going to say it. Yeah? Right? However, if I say, you're invited, you're invited, is it so clear that everybody else is not invited? No. Maybe talk, everybody else sitting around here is also invited. I'm just mentioning two, but I'm leaving out a few. So says the Gemara, if you're going to tell me that we're leaving out the case of RL, and really it should have been listed, my shire, the high shire. What else is left out besides RL? You're not going to make a list and leave out one thing. If you're going to tell me that it's, that it's an incomplete list, what else besides for RL was left off the list that applies only to Truma, not Meiser. Answers the Gemara. Okay, you want examples? Come in your way. Here we go. Shire. We did leave other things out to Kotani Seifa. The end of the Mishnah says, Yesh b'Meiser u'Bikurim. There are halachas that apply to Meiser Sheni and Bikurim Mashein came b'Truma that don't apply to Truma. You know what? All halachas apply to Meiser and Bikurim. Shah Meiser v'Bikurim. Beautiful. Need to be eaten in Yerushalayim. Where's Truma eaten? Anywhere. Tahar in Eretz Yisrael. Truma does not need to be eaten in Yerushalayim. Okay. And guess what else? And by Meiser Sheni and Bikurim that are brought to Yerushalayim, we said a Vidoy. Right? Vidoy, Vidoy Meiser, Vidoy on, on Bikurim, Va'asr La'inein, and it's also forbidden to an Onein, okay? The Torah says very clearly, like we learned earlier today, an Onein is not allowed to eat Meiser Sheni. Um, we're going to see soon that it applies to Bikurim as well. V'Rabbi Shimon, Matir, but Rabbi Shimon says it's allowed. V'chayav Babir, and you know what else? Chayav Babir. Meiser Sheni and Bikurim, you're obligated in beer. Beer means at a certain point, you're going to have to make sure it gets out of your house. 
you have to make sure it gets out of your house by by uh, the by, by the time shemitah comes. You have this applies to the lahalacha as well to tzedakah. Beer means like to consume it, to get rid of it. The the ideal way to get rid of tzedakah is really before three regalim. Okay, that's really the ideal way. If somebody has meiser tzedakah to give, you shouldn't just hold on to it. it doesn't really belong to us. Okay, meiser shenim bikurim had to be gotten rid of by. Uh, it was usually given in the third year, so you had a couple. You actually had a couple years for these. But chayav and beer, the chayav and beer. Which what do you say? What do you say about meiser? Any meiser, any meiser sheni. That you have, you're going to be obligated to bring it to Shalayim and eat it. Okay? When? When do you have to bring it? The next day? The next month? When do you have to eat it? So the answer is, if it is from the first three years of Shemitah, you're going to have to eat it by Pesach of the fourth year. And if it's from year four, five, and six, you're going to have to get rid of it by Pesach of the Shemitah year. Of the seventh year. That's called beer. There's a time period where the miser has to be gotten rid of. You can't continue to just hold on to these things indefinitely and be like, no, duh, I'm going to hold on to my miser and not give it to Aniyam for 50 years. I'm, why? Oh, because I've got a good investment to make. And you know what? I'm, not, I'm doing this in their best interest. Just give them the money. Okay? They'll invest it themselves if they want. You know what I mean? Like, okay? So that's what it means. beer. Fine. Reb Shimon Paiter. Reb Shimon says that Bikurim has no chi of beer. Okay, bottom line. Says the Gemara like this. Here's, here's, uh, here's the Gemara's response. This list just gave some examples of things that apply to Meiser and Bikurim, and they do not apply to Truma. Says the Gemara, ilu asr leva'er mehem betoma. The halacha of the Isser of Bior Levair here actually means to burn. You're not allowed to burn Meiser Sheni and Bikurim when they're in a state of Tum. You're not allowed to burn it, okay? Top of Omer Beis will clarify what's happening. And the halacha is that one who eats Meiser Sheni or Bikurim, if you eat them, uh, if a person eats it in a state of Tumah, oh, sorry. If a person eats it in a state of Tumas Atzman, meaning that they that the, the item itself was tummy, not that he was tummy, they them it itself was tummy, the halacha is like it. He's going to get Malkus. You get Malkus for eating, for eating these things that are tummy. Masha'in Kane Bitruma, which is not true when the when the uh, as far as Hilchas Truma is concerned. Okay? You don't have the same repercussions, the same uh, consequences. Alma says the Gemara, Tani Vishayr. You see from here, Tani Vishayr. What do you see from this? Bring this back to our Gemara. The Brisa in the beginning of the Mishnah didn't mention Ara. So we said, what else that we said, oh, must be that because there's, there's no, there's, this is not one of the Nafkaminas between Truma and Bikurim and Maiser. To which the Gemara says, nah, it is. We just left out the case of Aru. Says the Gemara, give me another case that's also left out. To which the Gemara is responding that when we say that Taka does not prove an Aru is also because we do find another situation where is going to be a transgression. 
not only are we have a second case, and once you're leaving out two, now the now we taka could go back to our answer of Tana Vishai. Okay. But we're leaving off that to answer the question, it's uh, it's gonna be Asr. Okay. Says the Gemara Asur and Shimon Matir. The Mishnah said that it's Asr to an Ainin. The Maishashani and Bikurim, and Aini is not even Maishashani and Bikurim, but Rav Shimon says it could. Minalahu, where do they know that from? Dixit. You're not allowed to eat in your cities, Maishashani, your wine, your oil, Truma of your land, only in Rushalayim. The Truma of your hands are referring to Bikurim, Miskish, Bikurim, the Maishashani. We're comparing Truma to Maishashani. Ma, Maishashani, just like Maishashani, the Torah states explicitly, is forbidden to Anone, not Bikurim, Maishashani. Okay. You know what this is doing? Beforehand, we had a premise. We said, oh, remember, beforehand, we're just putting Maishashani and Bikurim together. He said, Meiser Begurim. Well, the Torah gave us a source for Meiser. The Gemara over here is explaining why we keep saying Meiser and Bikurim. If there's no biblical source for Bikurim, why are you mentioning Bikurim? The answer is, Trumas Yodcha, Elu Bikurim. Bikurim is going to fall into the same halachic status as Meiser Sheni. Why does Reb Shimon argue? Again, because of the, in the Reb Shimon, in the Mishra, Reb Shimon Matir, Reb Shimon said that it's an Onain's allowed to eat Bikurim. He says, Truma, Karina Rachmana, the Torah calls Bikurim Truma, Matruma Mutaris Ta'inim, which means just like Truma is permitted to an Ainim. Now, Meiser is not permitted to an Ainim. But a Kohen who's an Onain is allowed to eat Truma, Af Bikurim Mutalainim. So here's the Machlaikas, quite simply. Tanakama says, an Onain cannot eat Bikurim because it's compared to Meiser Shani. Rabbi Shimon says an Onain may eat Bikurim because it's compared to Truma. Okay? Maishr Shani, Onain cannot. Truma, you can. Where does Bikurim fall in? That's where the Machlaikas is. Is it more similar to Bikurim? More sim- is, is Bikurim more similar to Maishr Shani? And therefore it's Usr. Or is, an Onain would be Usr. Or is Bikurim more similar to, is Bikurim more similar to Truma? And, and in that case, it would be permitted for an Onain to eat Bikurim. Okay. Back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, your Chayav Bikurim is Chayav in, in beer. You got to get it out by Pesach of the fourth and seventh year. Shibin says, no. Says the Gemara, Mar Makish, Umar Lai Makish. You know why? Because what needs to be gotten rid of in year four and seven? Meiser. Does Shuma need to be gotten rid of in year four and seven? No. Shuma, you can do what you want with Shuma. Keep it in your freezer. Chuma's got whatever. He's got, there, there's certain halachas. But there's no beer time. There's no time where you tell the Kohen, you must eat your Chuma by this date. So the Gemara is pointing out, it's going back to the same Yes, If you hold to compare Bikurim to Miser, it makes sense why you have an end date. That's the opinion of the Tanakhama. If you hold to compare Bikurim to Truma, there's no end date. There's no Osman beer. And hence, Rav Shimon would say, you're not obligated to get rid of it. Okay. Then the Mishnah said, You're not allowed to burn Maishashini um, and Bikurim when they are tummy. You're not allowed to burn them when they are tummy. Now, why would you burn Maishashini and Bikurim when they're tummy? So here's the deal. You can't eat Maishashini that's tummy. You can't bring Bikurim that's tummy. So what the guy wants to do? Smoke a cigarette. I don't know. Uh, make a bonfire for Lagban. Uh, whatever. He wants, to get, he wants to get benefit from it in other ways 
besides for eating it. Says the Mishnah, If it becomes Tomei, Here we go. And if you eat them, when they're Tomei, like it, you get Malka. Says Gemara, What is the source for this halacha? The Tanya, we learned the price of Shimon Rabbi Shimon says, You should not. Um, part of the vidui that the that the um, the, the the one who's bringing Maisha Shani, part of the vidui is he says, I have not burnt it, whether I was tummy and it was tar, whether I was tar, and it was tummy. Either way, he says I didn't do it. If I stay, it would have been forbidden. If he has to confess that he didn't do it, he has to he has to fess up. Must be it would have been a problem. And where do we see that you're not allowed to eat? Says the says the Any yodea. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Fine. What do you mean I don't know? It's more logic. It's logic. If you can't use it in other ways, we're going to say as well that you can't eat. Okay. Says the Gemara. One second. Thomas Agov, Behed Yaksiv Bey, by Thomas Agov, by Tom on the body itself, Behed Yaksiv Bey. It says explicitly in the Bosch, Nefesh Asher Siga by Vitomad Arev. If a Nefesh who touches this Vitomad Arev, he becomes Tommy until the evening. Oh, what do you mean, Tommy until the evening? He's not a lady from Kadoshim, Kim Rochaz Bazarim and mine. Unless he already went to the mikvah. Okay? So how do you know? So we said, so says the Gemara, Thomas Agov, if the Miser itself, Mamish, you, it itself became tummy. How do I know that you're not allowed to eat it in the state of Tumah? Because the Pesach says, anybody who touches it will become tummy. And you should, um, well, if you touch, you be, t- touch this thing that's tummy, you become tummy. And you're not allowed to eat the Meisr Shani unless you went to the Mikvah. He says the Gemara, Haki kami boile, Tumas atzmai minai. Says the Gemara, okay. We didn't mean we don't know. We don't know because we just read a puzzle. Look at it. We said, what's the source? I don't know. So the you don't know? Shimon knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know? Fair Shabbosuk. So says, no, no, no. Let me explain. How do you know that when the person himself is Tahar, that you're not allowed to eat the Miser when it itself was in a state of Tumah? We know that a Tummy person certainly cannot eat it. But what about a Tahar person to eat Tamei Meiser Sheni. I'm Tahar. I'm going to Yerushalayim. Meiser Sheni is Tamei. Can't have somebody stick it down my throat. Says the Gemara, Talmud Laimar, Laisucha Lecho B'Sharecha Meis Degon Chinala to eat in your Sharecha, in your, in your gates. You're referring to the dwelling cities. Meiser Degon the Meiser of your grain. You can't eat in a regular city. Where do you eat Meiser? Only Yerushalayim. And later it says, In the other cities you could eat, both somebody who's Tomei and Tor, Yachtov together, the same way you eat a Tzvi and an Ayo. The turn of the Bay Rabbi Shmuel. What does this mean? So we learned the, the base Medrash of Rabbi Shmuel explains. Incredible. Listen to this. If you have somebody who's Tomei or Tar, are you allowed to eat together? Yeah? If you have a Bukhar that has a mum, even a Tomei and Tar person are allowed to eat it together. We're not concerned that the Tomei one is going to turn the Bukhar with a mum and make that Tomei. Now let's pause for a minute and just understand this halacha 
and get a little practical with a beautiful vart. Okay? We know lahalacha. Can If you're eating flesics, can you eat the next somebody's eating milchiks? No. You can't. Now, why not? You can come to forget. Unless you make what's called a hacker. A hacker, something recognizable. So either I have a placemat and he doesn't. Or I have a shimer, somebody standing over me. Okay, also making sure that we're not going to... Uh, we're not going to uh, take from, from uh, each other's plate. That same concern we have should apply to somebody who's tummy and tar eating of something that needs to be kept in a state of tara, something that needs to be kept in a state of purity. Okay? Now, there's a beautiful idea that I saw, beautiful vart, by when Avram Avinu um, served the Malachim. Malachim. He thought they were Arabs, but he served the Malachim. So, what happens? What did he bring them? Well, what do you feed them? Matzah. Matzah, okay. What else? What's saying the puzzle? That's right. And he brought them. Uh, milk. That's right. And cheese. I understand. Avram Avinu is serving Basim Bechalov. You know what the dancer is? You ready for this, Chevra? I forgot where I saw this. Maybe the Mariamis. I forgot. It's what happened. It says, V'hu Aymeid Aleim. Avram Avinu stood over them. He was the shaymer. He made sure first there was the chal over them the buzzer. Ah, so he made this letter servant. That's that's the terrorist message. He stood over there. Stood over. That's how we know this halacha. If you have a shaymer, it's okay. I forget one of the gerabim says that. That's a, all right. Beautiful vart. So you need a shaymer. You need you need something separating. But interestingly, let's go back and read the brayso. A ton of the Rishmol. Let's back up a lot. Let's back up uh, two lines. We learned in the Yishev Rabbi Shmuel. Afilu tamei v'tar eichler achas. Even if somebody who's tamei and tahar. They're allowed to eat from one plate. One table. One plate. And we're not concerned that maybe the tummy guy is going to touch the Tars guy food. Okay? Why? Because the Bechor already has a mum. Already has a mum. So we're not concerned about it becoming tummy. The Kamarachmana. And the Torah says, "Hahu the Amri la Chasam b'Sharecha Teichelu." In this case, that's what I mean. B'Sharecha in your other cities, that's where you're allowed to eat. Hacha But as far as my Sushini is concerned, that's by that's by the Bukhar. But by my Sushini, the halacha is you're not allowed to eat it outside of Yerushalayim. Okay. So because of this, we uh, we see that there's enough kamina. We see enough kamina. To separate the uh, the case of the Bukhar and the case of Meiser Shani. Okay, what we see now, we're not done yet, but let's just keep in mind the step that we're up to and what our objective is. What we see now is that it's usher to use Bikurim and Meiser Shani for any personal benefit once it becomes once it's tummy. You can't use it personal benefit. Masha'en came truma 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 that's tummy. It seems you're allowed to use for personal benefit. So if a Kohen has truma, oil that became tame, he could use it in his lamp. He just can't put it on his salad. Okay? You can't put it on your... You have olive oil? Don't put it on your Greek salad. Yeah? For sure not the Greek salad. They ruined our olive oil. Okay, little joke. Yeah? Yeah, different salad. Fine. Says the Gemara, Minola. How do you know that tame truma you're allowed to get enough from... And everything else that's Tomei, and everything else. Meiser and Bikurim is not a problem. 
I have not burnt any of it in a state of Toma. It in a state of Toma. You're not let it burn. But guess what? Only my sir Shayni, you're not to let it burn when it becomes Tomei. However, you let it burn. Oil of Truma that became Tomei. Says Gemara Mehechatezi. Who says, hold on, this is all an, uh, that, th- this is all an assumption. Vema, maybe say, any of it, you're not allowed to burn. You're allowed to burn oil of Kaidesh. I know it's allowing me to burn oil of Chuma. Maybe it's only allowing me to burn oil of Kaidesh. What do you mean? I can't do Chuma, but I could do Kaidesh. One second. Uma Meiser Akal, when it comes to Meiser Shani that has less Kadosh, Amr Tyre, Levi Atavin Abitami, this guy's showing up. And he says, What's his confession? His confession is, I did not gain any personal benefit from Meiser Shani. That became Tommy. However, let me ask you a question. What is a higher level of holiness? Meiser Shani, Truma, Hefdish, Nu, what's the order? We learned this. What's the order? It goes like this. Ready? Chulin. Maishasheni, Truma, and then different levels of hektish. Okay? If I'm not allowed to eat Maishar Bituma, Maishasheni Bituma, is there any logic to say that I would be allowed to eat Truma Bituma? Hektish Bituma? Avadanisht, of course not. Okay? Says Gemara, one second. By Maishar Shani, which is lenient, the Torah says, Laibiyarti mena betamei, I didn't benefit from it in the state of Tumah. Kaidesh chamor. When it comes to hektish, which is machmir like Koshkin, how much more so? Of course you can't do hektish in a state of, in a, uh, you can't use hektish in a state of Tumah. To which, what's the obvious question? We just said a Kayin's allowed to burn his lamp. That's Truma. Truma's more machmir than, than Meitzer. And we're lenient on that. Says the Gemara, he achi, if you're going to tell me anything that's more severe or a higher level of Kedusha, should be more machmir than Meiser. So why are we why are we saying Meiser you cannot do in a state of Tumah, but Shuma you can. Nami By Shuma also we should make a Kavachaymer and say the same way by Meiser you're not allowed to uh, benefit in a state of Tumah. So too by Shuma. Says the Gemara, you're right. We would have a Kavachaymer except we have a Pasuk saying not to make the Kavachaymer. Specifically for Shuma. Only from it you haven't done the state of Tumah. But... But Hektish, you can. Says the Gemara, you know, before we get, we have time. So let, let's pause and get a grip. Let's understand. We're not done, but let's get a grip. This is, Hevra, this is, this is, this is Svar. But let's just go through the, the method that the Gemara just took us through. This method of thing, it's clear. It's very, this straightforward. If we're not getting this, stop me. It says clearly in the Torah, a person, when they bring their Meiser Shani to Yerushalayim, to eat it, they go to the base of Mikdash and they say, Vidoy Meiser. Say a Vidoy. Part of the confession is they say, I, I'm guaranteeing this Meiser handled it okay. Did not even burn it. Did not even burn it. Not even burn it. In a state of Toma. State of Toma. What? You can't burn in a state of Toma? Apparently not. Apparently this is like Seamus, you know? You gotta be careful with this. You can't just throw it out. You gotta be careful. You can't burn Meiser. Okay. So Meiser needs to be handled with care, right? Fragile on the box. 
fragile in the box of miser. Do not benefit if it's tummy. Yeah? Let me ask you a question. Logic, logic. If I can't use miser when it's impure, do you think something that needs a higher level of holiness, if it becomes impure, I may use it? Of course not. Of course not. But here's the deal. Truma you can, even though it's a higher level of holiness than miser. How does this make sense? How does it make sense that Truma, a higher level of Kedusha, when it becomes Tameh, I can still benefit, but Meiser Lowell, I can't. So the Gemara said, we should have a Kabbal Chaymer, right? You can't, if you can't do it. So Gemara says, no, Gzeris HaKosov, Mimenu. Mimenu means when the one bringing the Meiser makes his confession, he says, I did not eat from it in the state of Tumah, my Meiser, which we're making a deal to mean, oh, but a Truma, I would have. Only from this I wouldn't have. The truma I would have. Now, interestingly, a higher level than truma is hektish, and hektish we're using the kavuchomer. We're saying, listen, if you can't do it by miser, you can't do it by hektish. Truma you can. So the Gemara says, why? So the Gemara says, you know why? Because it says me menu by miser, which means we're excluding something from the transgression. What's that thing? Let's exclude truma. So the Gemara is going to say, here we go. Let's keep learning now. Umara Isa, where do you see to exclude truma and say that it's permitted to use it in a state of tuma as opposed to other things? Maybe it's including something else. So says, It's logic to say that things that are mamish hektish, that's not what we're coming to allow. Shekain, pei nun kuf ayin chof samach. Penakikas. If you want to read that, as a word. Panakikas. Yeah, what's Panakikas? You know how to translate Panakikas? Yeah, if you do, give you a lot of money. Okay. All right, it's not a word. That's why. Okay, no such word. So says the Gemara to clarify. You know what Panakikas is? Piggle? Nicer. Carbon. Me'ila. Kares. The Aser. Be'ainain. You have the added alachis by hektish of pigel, nicer, carbon, me'ila, kares, and it's asr to anayni. Therefore, says as a Allah chumras, as all these chumras, so it, it, uh, it's also going to be forbidden from the kabbalah. Says Gemara, Adarabah, truma matena. Maybe we should say we shouldn't exclude truma. Truma, you know why? Because truma also has some strict things. What was strict about hektish? What was strict about hektish? So we gave. Um, we, we gave um, six examples where hektish is more strict. Says Gemara Walshkayach. Truma also has some strictnesses. Shekain, pach, pach, mach paz. You have men, mem ches peizayin. What's mem ches peizayin that Truma has? Misa, there's Misa Videshamayim. Vechaymish, if you eat it, $100 worth, you have to pay back $150 worth. Ve'en la pidyon. Also, um, yeah, there's, there, there's no pidyon. You're not allowed to uh, redeem it onto money. Okay? You can't take truma food and transfer the kedusha onto, uh, onto something else. And also, the asura lizarim. Truma is forbidden to somebody who's an ankoin. So we also have these added, these added stringencies. So how do you know to be more, why you choose to be more machmir by hektish than we are by truma? Each one's got its own stringencies. What would you answer? Probably what the Gemara is about to answer. And the Gemara says, you're right. Each one's got its own stringency, but guess what? 
Hectish wins six to four. Hectish has six chumras, and Truma had four chumras. Hanach nefishan. That's it. Hectish had more chumras, so there's more reason to say that it's included in the transgression. And if the mitzvah, if the if the Torah is going to exclude something from the transgression of using it and benefiting in the state of Tuma, it must be excluding Truma. Okay, Vibai, same other possible answer is Kare Sadifa. Kares is Adif, okay? Which means that even though, granted, each one has its own set of, uh, of stringencies, however, Kares is more machmir than Misa Bidei Shemayim. Kares more machmir than Misa Bidei So Svara is going to say that Tamei Truma um, is what's going to be um, not included in the Isser of benefit as opposed to Hekash. Okay, says the Gemara, the Eichlon Bitumas atzmon like We said in the in the brisa that if a person eats the meisersheni and bikurim while they are tummy, they get meiser. Masha'in came bitruma. This doesn't apply to truma. So if you if you eat bikurim and meiser in a state of impurity, you transgressed, but there's no meiser. I'm sorry, and there is there is malchus. However, truma, if you eat truma, you're not going to get malchus. It's also you did a transgression. There's no malchus. Says the Gemara. Yeah, good. Says the Gemara, a diok, an inference. Milka who delight lucky. Granted, you're not going to get malchus. You're not going to get lashes. Ha isura ika. But obviously, it's off. Yeah, when it says you don't, you're not going to get whipped. <laughs> yeah, say not going to get whipped. What does that mean? I should do it. No, about that, about that, right? It's like try me. Yeah, you're not going to. It's still usher. Okay. So it's certainly usher to eat tamay truma, even though there's no malchus. Meiser and bikurim get malchus, truma doesn't, but it's usher. Minolan, what's the source? Amakra says in the pasuk b'shirachu teichlenu This could be eaten in other cities. This meaning both tamay and tar that could be eaten together um, is forbidden. But this this is not true when it comes to truma. Okay, so when you have meat that was that was blemished or it became Tomei. Um, so that's the only time you have the halacha of, of uh, Tomei and Tara eating together. The Zevle doesn't apply to Chuma. And is an Asay. Okay? Which is a rule that we're familiar with. And let's explain this again. Some transgressions have consequences, some transgressions have consequences elsewhere. How do we know when the consequence is malchus? So the rule is, the rule is, if it's a lav, if the Torah wrote it in a negative way, and there's an action, you're going to get malchus. If something, however, is written as an assay, where the Torah says, you should do this, if you do something else, it's, a, it's forbidden, right? <clears throat> but the Torah writes what you should do. And I don't. Torah says, you should wear tefillin. I didn't. I transgressed and I say. I, tra- I didn't do something I was supposed to do. Am I going to get malchus for that? No. Because you don't get malchus for transgressing positive commandments. And the rule is, a lav, a transgression that comes, mechlal say, it's being learned out from an assay, is an assay. So the whole reason I know that truma is forbidden is because of the pasuk of Bisharecha Taichlenu. The other thing should be could be eaten in other cities. That's an assay. 
This is what you should eat in other cities. Oh, only that you can eat in other cities. By the I'm sorry, by those things that became tummit. But this cannot. But why is it forbidden? Because of an assay. Hence, says the Gemara, bottom line, to eat tummit truma, I'm not going to get malchus. It's usher. I'm not going to malchus. Why? Because it's an assay. Okay. Let's get back a little bit into Arul. Get on to tomorrow's daf, and we'll hold it here. Omar Ravashi. Ravashi says, from the Risha of the Mishnah, we can learn out from here the Tana Vishayr. That really, the Tana of our Mishnah left out the case of Aril, but not on purpose, only because it was giving some examples and not all examples. Going back to how we, beginning of today's daf. Okay? Now, now, how do you know he left out other things? Since the Tana didn't write, top of tomorrow's daf, that um, the obligation of the Truma and Bikurim apply during the other years of Shemitah, and you can't be Paida, you can't move the, the, the Kedusha onto something else, which is not true when it comes to Maiser Shani. So now the Tana left out two Allahs. Two halachas, both of them have to do with truma and meiser. So it must be the Tanataka has more things to add to the list besides for oral that things that apply to truma and, and bikurim that don't really apply to meiser sheni. So shmamina, this is another good answer to tell me that um, itaka would be forbidden for an oral even to eat truma. Okay, we'll hold it there for today. And Besham, tomorrow Toshma, we're going to continue on a little bit uh, with the and wrap up the sugya concerning whether an RL is allowed to eat my sersheni and what the sources are. Uh, Gitanacht, have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.